Productions presents Laugh, Literature and Film. Broadcasting live from Flying Bull Production Studios, it's Laugh, episode 67, a wee laugh for the August 7th weekend. I am Mr. Two Frames. Joining me in studios, as always, is the L-Train. How are you, sir? I'm wonderful. How are you? Doing all right. We are in the first week of August, uh, mere weeks away from going back to school. Blech. So we have to live it up. <sighs> Brutal. And sadly, also, the box office challenge is coming to a close. Well, sadly for whom? For me, probably more than you. Well, now that I feel pretty solid about yeah. my uh, feel win, confident. yeah, I don't have much time to bask in my final film comes out this weekend, Fantastic Four. This is the reboot of the reboot. This <laughs> is the fourth Fantastic Four film. Oh. There there were the two from Fox, and then there was one made in like 1990 that's just an Ashcan movie. It was made merely to keep the copyright going. All right. So this one stars your boy Miles Teller. It also has Michael B. Jordan, Kate Mara, uh, Jamie Bell uh, in the Fantastic Four roles. Jamie Bell? Is that who it is? Yeah. All right. He's he's playing um, the rock guy. The thing. Ben Grimes, yeah. Ben Grimm. Grimes. I call him Grimes. Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> ben Grimes. Uh, this is directed by Josh uh, Tar- Tarank? Trank. Trank. Tarank. Yeah. It's like Tank with an R. Yeah. He uh, famously directed Chronicle, and apparently he caused a ton of problems on set. He almost got fired from this film. Really? Yeah. I didn't like that Chronicle movie. Really? A lot of people are really high on it. I think it made something like 30 times its production costs. So they're doing a Chronicle 2, but I don't think uh, I don't think he's involved. No. And mm-hmm. apparently Fox doesn't want to have to do, or doesn't want to have anything to do with him. Wow. Well, I know that they're doing a... Uh, I mean, these other guys have signed on for Fantastic Four too. Mm-hmm. So, is he not involved with Fantastic Four? I don't 2? think he'll be the director of the second film. Hmm. So, um, this is a I have no Marvel idea. movie, like a Marvel action movie, sci-fi. Yeah, I was going to call it a Marvel film, but I don't think it's supposed to be part of the Marvel universe. If it's, I mean, because it's if be- Stan Lee makes an appearance, it's going to be Marvel universe. Okay, that's the rule. But it's not, it's not, I understand what you're saying. It's not part of the phases of the Disney Marvel. Yeah, and then I don't know if this is going, maybe we get a crossover with the X-Men, which are also Marvel films right. by definition, but there is no crossover between the two. Hmm. Nah. <laughs> who cares? I mean, who really cares in the end? It's It's another superhero movie money grab thing. I'm surprised that it's gotten, that it's not, getting positive buzz though i mean it looks like every other superhero movie that's out there well it's another origin film and i think fans are starting to get tired of origin films no i mean you gotta you gotta set it up they're changing the origin somewhat in this case these four young outsiders go to they teleport to an alternate universe which alters their physical forms in completely different ways well you it was in the other in the comic book iteration it's just radioactivity which is a typical thing in uh, comic books. But radioactivity is no longer, I guess, that... Normally the only power it gives you is cancer. <laughs> uh, What's interesting here is uh, the guy who's playing uh, Victor Von Doom. Toby Kebbell? Yeah. You know what role he played in last year? He was Koba in uh, huh? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. I thought Koba was a really cool character. Yeah, but he was 
an animated form of himself. So this might suffer from not having a strong actor as its as its uh, villain, as its main villain. Possibly it's tracking to make about $45 million opening weekend, which is solid. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, that was the same number that Mission Impossible was supposed to get, and it made $10, 10 million more than that. Yeah. So Mission Impossible did 55, but there's a lot out in the box office this weekend to steal away. Yeah, there's the four different wide releases or mostly wide releases. So who knows? It's it's hard to judge on something like this. I'm more interested in seeing all of the movies that all of these other people are going to be in later, <laughs> their next movie. Like uh, Miles Teller is going to be busy. Vinny Pazienza in the movie Bleed for this. It's about a boxer who has this hideous car accident. He has to come back for it, from it. But Vinny, Vinny Pazienzo is one of my favorite boxers. Um, Kate Mara is going to be in a movie called Captive coming mm-hmm. out. And it's about the guy, you may remember, it was in the news. It was this dude that uh, he somehow got a uh, the gun of the court um, officer and shot the judge. And Ooh, he in ran the middle off, of court? In the middle of court. He ran off and he, he kidnapped this woman and her child. And it's that story. Uh, Michael Jordan, the guy that's playing... Michael B. Jordan. Well, this he's been pretty uh, busy since he retired from the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to be the uh, human torch in uh, this movie, right? Yeah. He's going to be Creed in that Rocky follow-up. Yeah, that looks really good. That's like I said. And then Johnny Bell, the thing, in this movie is going to be in a, a movie called Six Days which is about in the Iranian embassy takeover in 1980, except it was the embassy of the of Iran in London, which is a little-known historical um, event that happened around the same time that the U.S. embassy was stormed in Iran. The Iranian embassy was stormed and terrorized in London. Huh. And then Toby Kebbell's going to be in the remake of Ben-Hur. Yeah, I saw that he was going to do that. And that's um, from the Russian director. The crazy guy who did Wanted and the night time or night nightlight and daylight movies—they're just these crazy Russian action films from about ten years ago. Well, so I'm more interested in seeing what all these other yeah. people, well, all these other movies that these people are going to be in than this movie. So, will you be going to go see Fantastic Four this weekend? I don't want to. Uh, what might you go watch this weekend? <laughs> I don't then? know. There's another interesting movie that's out there. I probably won't go see it though. But Ricky and the Flash is coming out. Oh, yeah, that was a recommended pick for uh, Mama Bull. Katie, Kathy B. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, written in, well, directed by Jonathan Demi and uh, written by Diablo Cody. You remember her? She wrote uh, Juno. Yeah. She's also known as a feminist stripper. Yeah, she started stripping just so she could write a blog and then she hoped to turn that into a novel. Someone who's empowered by their stripping. Diablo Cody's movies are very uneven. I haven't seen many of them. I saw Juno. I like Juno a lot. There's Juno, and then um, oh, there's another one she, that she did with Megan Fox, where Megan Fox was oh Jennifer's Body. Yeah, yeah. Was she a stripper too? No, <laughs> no. She wrote that one. I mean, so yeah. no. I was Megan Fox may have been a feminist stripper, but I don't know. Maybe just a stripper. This stars Meryl Streep as uh, uh, the titular Ricky who is a uh, rock star, guitar heroine, who gives up everything for her dream of rock and roll stardom. But now she has to go back to her home and make things right with her family. Uh, It also has Rick Springfield in it. Remember him? Yeah, isn't he in True Detective? Yeah, it's Dr. Pitler. 
and true detective. Your favorite character. Yeah, he plays Greg in this movie. Yeah, no, he wasn't my favorite character in True Detective. Oh, that's the rumor I'm going to start spreading. No. I like that True Detective, though. That's probably what I'll be watching. It's an hour and a half uh, final show. Ugh. That's what I'll be walking, watching this I weekend. am limping to the finish line on True Detective. Mm, I like it. It's getting better and better all along. Meryl Streep, you, you know her? She's a pretty good actress. Yeah, I think I've heard of her before. She was in She-Devil. You might remember her as a role as Auntie Ismini from the A Beer Can Named Desire episode of Family Guy. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, it's King of the Hill. Oh. It also has Charlotte Ray in it. Do you remember her? No. From the Mrs. <laughs> Garrett from The Facts of Life? I never watched The Facts of Life. <sighs> She's also voice talent in Red Dead Redemption. I played that. Yeah. So right. You might recognize her voice when you see her. Yeah, this seems to play well to the older crowd. I think people that went to go see like Danny Collins would like this. Oh, speaking of, is is uh is Kathy B uh interested in seeing it? Has she mentioned it? Did she listen to the show? Did she hear my recommendation? Has she given you any feedback on the recommendation? I, I haven't asked her about it. I know she's been busy lately. Oh, so Okay. All right. Yeah, it's no. hard to get her to go to the movies at all. There's one other movie that I might see though. It was my pick for you. Yeah, this one looks really interesting. You're talking about The Gift. Yeah. Joel Egerton's directorial debut. Okay. I know he he also wrote this. This is his directing debut. Yeah, directorial debut right. is what Well, I he mean, wrote my favorite movie from a couple of years ago or last year, The Rover. Mm-hmm. So. And he had a hand in, I think, crafting Animal Kingdom as well. Yeah, I think he wrote the screenplay for yeah. that. Uh, this also has Rebecca Hall and Jason Bateman in it. They play a young married couple whose lives are thrown into a tailspin when an acquaintance from the husband's past um, comes back into their lives and causes all sorts of trouble for them. It sounds rote, and, or um, cliche, sorry, mm-hmm. but I, I trust Joel Edgerton will uh, make it edgy, change things around. Yeah, the, the five-second pitch doesn't sound very unique, but it's getting good reviews. I think it's probably going to be the the one. If I go to a movie this weekend, over the weekend, that'll be the one that I go see. Well, maybe right. we'll talk about it next week on the show. Yeah, I don't think we figured out what we want yet. No, but no, we're still out there. Yeah, and then for the little kittles, this is what you should go watch. Okay, Shaun the Sheep. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw the trailer for that at uh, Mission Impossible Five. <laughs> no, maybe it was a, I saw Mr. Holmes this weekend. Maybe I. Saw Maybe I saw it there. That's probably more likely. Probably. Yeah. It, it's playing as a silent film, though. I think the sheep, the sheep don't have voices of, uh, like, human voices, like some other animated or claymated stop-motion animation films. So that actually makes it seem more likely to be interesting. I think I'm going to stay away from this. You've already well, dragged me to the theater twice to watch kid films, and I think the theater's getting suspicious. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, I have any desire to see this, but it doesn't. I never saw Wallace and Gromit or the Chicken Run. I didn't. It's the same sort of uh, claymation. Claymation. I think it's the same people that uh, behind it, producers and directors and whatever. I admire the effort and I like the art of it. And it looks like there's some funny gags. So if you're into that sort of thing, might as well go see it. My guess is that it's better than most animated fare Mm -hmm. that's out there just because it seems to have a more sophisticated uh, view of the artistic capabilities or capacity of uh, claymation. So. Not bad. 
Um, you got anything if people are streaming this weekend for us? Well, if you're going to go to Amazon Prime, my Amazon Prime pick of the week is a movie we may have talked about a while ago because I am uh, I'm in a, a co-producer of this movie. <laughs> if you go watch this movie, you'll actually see my name in the credits if you stay through to the very end and you bring a magnifying glass. Because I'm among the many fans of Adam Carolla who contributed to his Kickstarter campaign so that he could create Road Hard, which is a movie about a stand-up comic who had some success in the um, on television, and the show gets canceled, and he has to go on the road. And it's a pretty by-the-numbers sort of rom-com sort of thing. But Rom-com? Yeah, it's a rom-com. All right. Yeah, he has a, a romantic interest, and then... He sees where that sort of takes him in terms of his journey. And it deals with being on the road, the issues of being a road comic. So he, uh, I guess there's a lot of interesting insight if you're into road comedy or if you go to stand-up comedy places. It's written by and directed by and starring Adam Carolla. And uh, Kevin Hinch is also one of the writers. It's got... Two Davids that I really like as bit parts, David Keckner and uh, David Alan Greer. Or also, they make bit parts in this movie. And I, I like the I, Keckner. Uh, yeah, Keckner's funny. Yeah. I think I think Corolla's funny. I think that they have a... Uh, it's a neat little movie. So, if you have an hour and a half on a Sunday or something, and you have Amazon Prime, go ahead and check that out. It's my Amazon Prime pick of the week. Nice. Well, if you're going to swing by the Red Box, I've got a great pick for you. Yeah. Because you know how much I like uh, Anton Yelkin. And yeah, I like watching his sci-fi films that no one else watches. You're an Anton Yelkin completist. Yeah. And this one also stars Ashley Green and Alexandra Daddario. And they're all in Bearing the X. Yeah. You know when you've had a girlfriend and you want to get rid of her, but before you can break up with her, she dies? You've no, had that, that problem, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you think you can move on to another girl. And unfortunately, your girlfriend arises from the dead. She's and thinks you're still together. Eh, kind of. Okay. Ghost? So now you've got two beautiful women. One's dead, but they both love you, and it causes all sorts of problems for you, right? Right. That's burying the X. A uh, love triangle with a zombie. Yeah. Okay. And even better, it's from director Joe Dante, the guy who did the first two Gremlin movies. Hmm. All right. He also wrote The Inferno, right? Yes. Yes. Or he had something to do with that video game? <laughs> Very nice. Okay. <laughs> So you, you watched it and you liked it? Oh, yeah. So. Big fan of Ashley Green and Alexandra Daddario and then Anton Yelkin. Just because no one knows He's who great. these people are, maybe you could tell them what a movie they were in. Ashley or... Green was from Twilight. and then Okay, um, so maybe some of the people that listen to the show know yeah. that. Alexandra Daddario was in True Detective Season 1. She was uh, Woody Harrelson's mistress. Most recently, she played the Roth's daughter in San Andreas. Okay. Um, Anton Yelkin's probably most famous for being on Star Trek. Yeah, I guess last he's the two films. Yeah. And then he was also in a wonderful film that I've told you about and you refused to watch called Odd Thomas. Once again, Odd Thomas makes an appearance on the We Laugh edition yeah, well, of the show. <laughs> Another obscure side. So if you're movie, looking yeah. for a great double feature, Burying the X followed by Odd Thomas, you're right. welcome. <laughs> there you go. Have fun. I also like movies that are puns, like Lethal, uh, what was it, Barely Lethal, Burying the X. All right. There you go. I like it. All right. So what if you have Netflix? Well, if you have Netflix and you have a net pick out there, this is a movie from 2008, I think. Maybe earlier. I wrote it down, but I, I'm missing it now. But I think it's, it's um, earlier. Uh, 
It's Angelina Jolie's uh, movie, The Changeling, starring uh, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, directed by Clint Eastwood. So it's Clint Eastwood's movie. It is written by Michael Straczynski. And it's a true story about a uh, single mother who returns home from work to find her nine-year-old son is gone. And five months later, they return a boy to her and they say it's her son. And she's like, I don't think that's my son. But the LAPD gets a lot of positive uh, press out of it. And it's in a time when they were having negative press surrounding him. So they kind of make her take this kid on. She begins to question whether or not her, she begins to question her own uh, sanity. They dismiss her as a liar, or call her hysterical. Eventually she winds up, I think in a, uh, in a mental ward somewhere. Yeah. Some of those scenes are hard to watch. John Malkovich is a Reverend Gustav Briglib who <clears throat> takes her under his wing and uh, sort of goes on a crusade to uh, make sure that she gets her, her real child back. It also stars Colm Fior as Detective James Davis. You know him. He's a big favorite of mine. I call him the poor man's Richard Jenkins. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's my net pick for the week. I like it. All right. Changeling. So, Did you figure out what the date was? Uh, 2008. You were correct. 2008. Yeah, I had yeah. it written down. It I, came I out so. after she did Kung Fu Panda but before she did Wanted. So it fits right in the middle of her... Uh, yeah, filmography. Yeah. yeah. Um, so stuff. Big Weekend, four films uh, out in theaters. Fantastic Four, The Gift, Ricky and the Flash, Shaun the Sheep. Shaun the Sheep. Uh, if you're not going to go to the box office and see any of those, uh, we've got uh, two streaming pits for you from Netflix, The Changeling, starring Angelina Jolie, if you've got Amazon Prime, you can watch Road Hard for free, starring Adam Carolla. And if you swing by the Red Box, I'm telling you to pick up Bearing the X. Fun stuff. Unless you can find Odd Thomas, and that's awesome, too. Yeah, good luck. All right, so uh, next show, number 68, we're going to be reviewing Mission Impossible, Road Nation, starring Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. The last big popcorn film of the summer. Mm-hmm. You can tell the excitement in one of our voices. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, that's the show that was. Thanks for joining me in studios, L Train. Thank you. There be dragons. Hawks at Bonham, everybody. He's got himself a girl, and I want to make a mind. And she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving with that body. I just know it. And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night. Charade.